0: TED Audio Collective. Hi, it's Madhupeh, and today we're sharing another episode from ZigZag, the business show about being human that is also a part of the TED Audio Collective. Hope you enjoy it. This show is brought to you by Schwab. With Schwab investing themes, It's easy to invest in ideas you believe in, like artificial intelligence, big data, robotic revolution, and more. Choose from over 40 themes. Buy as is or customize the stocks in a theme to fit your goals. Learn more at schwab.com slash thematic investing.
1: Support for this show comes from Economist Education. TED business listeners know we've discussed how businesses can drive solutions to social problems, which requires understanding and presenting your data effectively. And Economist Education has a new course on data storytelling and visualization. Economist Education provides online executive education courses that last about two to six weeks. They're designed to empower business professionals to thrive. It covers everything from international relations, sustainability, critical thinking, and more. The courses feature senior editors from The Economist and invited experts who share their insights. Economist education is a great way to stay ahead in your career. And I have a special offer to get you started. Get 15% off any course from Economist education, only available by going to my exclusive URL, education.economist.com slash TEDBusiness. Enter our promo code TEDBusiness at registration. This offer ends on March 31st. Don't wait for 15% off. Go now to education.economist.com slash TEDBusiness and use promo code TEDBusiness at registration. The best place to see
2: stars is at home with Prime Video. Get everything included with Prime, like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, starring Donald Glover and Maya Erskine. Rent or buy hits like Mean Girls, starring Renee Rapp. Or add on channels like Max for the HBO original Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David. You've never seen so many stars in one place. Prime Video, find your happy place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership not required to rent or buy. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash amazonprime for details.
3: Okay, I really think this might be like take 47 of me trying to write or speak a voice memo. I've been feeling really scattered over the past several months. And I've just been bogged down with work and trying to put out fires every single day from start to finish. And it's left me feeling quite rudderless. Yeah, haven't we all? Between the incessant Zoom calls and worrying about our health, it's hard to concentrate, much less be super creative. Some of you have felt like you were struggling with that even before the pandemic. I'm Bryce, I'm 25, I'm in Boston, and I'm a software engineer. My struggles with mostly is just, I'm not an idea person. Bryce, please don't tar yourself with that name, not an ideas person. These things take nurturing. I am going to call you a pre-ideas person because you are preparing yourself and your mind for ideas to sprout just by being here with thousands of other listeners on the same wavelengths.
1: I wish I could reinvent myself, or maybe not so much reinvent as to find a new expression.
4: I wish I could start a new career outside of my normal
1: box. I wish I could just light it up and get it going again.
3: It's step three of the Zigzag Project, listeners, and we're gonna unlock a new expression, climb out of your mental boxes, and juice the idea gears in your brain. I'm Manoush Zamarodi, and this is Zigzag, the business podcast about being human. We're in the midst of a season all about resetting our professional ambitions to better align with our personal values. And part of that is gonna be coming up with some weird ideas, being creative about what we do next, because it may not be obvious what your next step is. But before we talk about figuring the future out, let me just say, most of you really want to do work that requires you to be innovative and experimental. It is really important to you. That is what 90% of the ZigZag beta testers reported. In fact, one out of four said being creative and making new things is how they want to spend the majority of their day. Another half said it's how they want to spend at least part of every day. And I cannot tell you what a relief it was to hear that because it is going to take a lot of creative thinking to come up with new jobs and new business models and new organizations to fix a lot of society's problems. But talking about being creative is different than actually being creative. So how are you going to get yourself into the right mindset to come up with some wacky, downright kooky ideas about what you'll do next, the kind of ideas that give you that tingly feeling when you get excited and motivated to do something. Well, to do that, I think we need to ask ourselves first, like, what is creativity? Like, how do you even know if you're doing it? I have thought about this a lot. I even wrote a book about it because creativity is annoying in how subjective it is. And so I like to compare it to another human expression or emotion, pain. Stick with me here. Like creativity, pain feels differently for all of us and it's hard to measure. But you're probably familiar with the way we humans do try to quantify pain. So let's say you ended up in the emergency room with a broken leg. You might be shown a piece of paper with a series of faces ranging from a smiley face who clearly feels just fine unlikely since you've broken your leg, to an absolutely miserable face who is having unimaginable, unspeakable pain. Point to the face that most represents how you feel the ER nurse might coach you. Fun fact, this range of faces is called the Wong-Baker Faces Pain Rating Scale. And it was created by Donna Wong and Connie Baker, a nurse and a child life specialist in Oklahoma in 1983. Originally, it was for kids, but now it's used by grown-ups and kids around the world to help them communicate about their pain. The scale isn't terribly scientific. There are no hard data points. But until scientists can download your pain data from a little chip in your brain, it's one of the best, cheapest, and fastest tools that we've got. Okay, so now back to creativity. Like pain, creativity is hard to quantify. And you may not be familiar with how creativity researchers do try to measure it. The method is called the Alternative Uses Test, and it was created by an American psychologist named J.P. Guilford in 1967. Here's how it works. I would give you an everyday object like a brick or cups or paper clips, and then you would have two minutes to come up with as many uses for it as possible. And then I would score you based on four categories. Originality, how unusual were your ideas? Fluency, how many ideas did you come up with? Flexibility, how different were the ideas? And elaboration, how much detail could you go into explaining your ideas? So for example, using a brick as a paperweight, that's not terribly original or creative. But if you told me a story about dropping that brick from a 10-story apartment building so it landed on the head of the neighborhood dog who had been keeping you up all night with its barking, whew, that is some nice, if twisted, elaboration. Now, why am I telling you all this? Well, it's to get you excited about your assignment today. You won't be judged or examined or quantified in any way, but you do need to pump yourself up to be original, fluent, flexible. And ready to elaborate. Don't worry. I've brought in someone to help.
4: My name's Rob Walker. I'm a journalist, and I'm the author, most recently, of the book The Art of Noticing.
3: I've been following Rob Walker's work for years because he usually writes about, well, work. You wrote about it for so many years for The New York Times. Workologist was your column. How did not working become the thing that you wanted to write about?
4: (laughs) Well, I'm always a big advocate for not working, that's for sure.
3: (laughs) Which is why, a couple years ago, Rob decided to write a book called The Art of Noticing, 131 Ways to Spark Creativity, Find Inspiration, and Discover Joy in the Everyday. The idea for the book was sparked by his journalism students, who he felt were having a hard time noticing what really mattered to them.
4: The thing that I find troubling is that sometimes students would feel like, well, I'm noticing this, this thing in the world, but no one else is really talking about it. You know, It's not trending, it's not hot, so maybe it's not that important. Maybe I'm wrong to be paying attention to it. And I feel pretty strongly that the exact opposite is true and that the things you notice that no one else notices are the most important things for your creativity, for your innovation, if you're an artist, if you're a manager. If you want to be an entrepreneur, that process starts by noticing something that other people have overlooked, like by definition, no one innovates by noticing the same thing that was already trending.
3: And so do you think that some people are losing the capacity to notice, that that's why we have to talk about it? Much like my book, I felt like people were losing the capacity to be bored. And so that was almost like a muscle that we needed to build up.
4: I think that's exactly right. Yeah. I think if you're constantly tuned in to what's everybody else talking about, then (laughs) you're losing any chance of discovering or saying or creating or making something original. That's the beginning, middle, and end of it. So yeah, I do think that that to me is the danger of the attention economy. The more tuned in you are to what everyone else is doing, the less likely you are to be in touch even as a person with what really matters to you. I mean, you should be paying attention to what matters to you, caring for what matters to you, and noticing what matters to you. And that's what makes you a person.
3: Yeah, you actually say in the book, these exercises and meditations were designed expressly to help you decide what you want to care about and thus what and whom you want to care for.
4: Right, exactly.
3: It's a very basic human question.
4: Yeah, And, you know, somehow it's easy to lose sight of, but it's also, uh, to defend technology for a minute, a lot of the things we're talking about are actually logical human nature. Like it makes sense for evolutionary reasons that you want to be aware of what other people are up to. So I'm not saying you should just Mm -hmm. completely tune out to it. You need to know what the basics are. The problem is that there's just so much incentive to do that that it becomes easy to lose yourself. And you forget that another thing that makes us human is an unusual ability among living creatures to override our instinctual behaviors and whatever, delay gratification, tune out when we don't wanna be up on what the pack is up to. We have that ability, we can do it, but there's no one offering us much incentive to do it.
3: incentive, and a specific way to notice the ideas floating around in your mind after a quick break.
0: Tired of unnecessary payroll errors and the problems they bring, like employees missing bills because of shorted paychecks, managers taking the heat from angry employees about those shorted paychecks, HR and payroll teams clocking late hours to correct timesheets, expense mistakes, missing overtime, and sick days, all of that is so unnecessary Pump the brakes on payroll errors for good by putting employees in the driver's seat. With Paycom's Betty, employees do their own payroll. Betty identifies errors and guides employees to fix them before submission, right in the app. Because no one can afford for payroll to be wrong, and who knows when their pay is wrong or right better than employees. So why not let them fix payroll problems before they become problems? When you get payroll precision every time, unnecessary payroll hassles become, well, unnecessary. Manage the process to make payday right for everyone with Paycom. Learn more at Paycom.com SoundRise. That's Paycom.com SoundRise.
2: If there's a surefire way to wake up feeling fresh after a night of enjoying alcohol, it's with ZBiotics. ZBiotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. ZBiotics produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. Just remember to make ZBiotics your first drink of the night, drink responsibly, and you'll feel your best tomorrow. Go to ZBiotics.com/slash TEDBusiness to get 15% off your first order when you use TED Business at checkout. Zbiotics is backed with 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember to head to zbiotics.com/tedbusiness and use the code TEDBusiness at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times.
3: Okay, we're back it can be hard to find time to just think, to let your mind go to strange ideas. Being creative is a practice, a practice that I think deserves to be applied to strategizing your professional life, too. Which brings us back to Rob Walker and his art of noticing. Rob came up with 131 ways to awaken your senses, attune yourself to the world around you, which can then help you get some distance from your everyday life, And start thinking beyond it. Some of his suggestions are pretty odd, which is why I love them.
4: It's very difficult for people to say, like, I'm just gonna be off the grid for two weeks. So I'm saying, like, be off the grid for a few minutes Mm. today. One of the games that I like to play is the big box archaeologist. Like, if you have to go to Walmart or something, (laughs) whenever I go to Walmart, it seems like I have. Three things to get, and they're all in opposite corners of the store. I have to walk, the trudge through this place, and it's very dispiriting. But if you turn it into a game, say, "What's the weirdest thing I can spot <laughs> today at Walmart?" Then you've turned this drudgery into a game, and it's sort of rewarding. And I'll tell you that the one I most recently is um, Pop Tarts cereal. Did you oh, know it's a thing? Oh, interesting. Yeah, I took Gross, a picture of it Gross, but awesome. Yeah, awesome. Do you really think it's awesome? Do you really think that's true? <laughs> well,
3: the idea of teeny tiny Pop-Tarts kind of gets me excited.
4: <laughs> okay.
3: Uh, Rob, you're so great. Okay, with me offering you an incentive, because I really think this is the breakthrough part of the project, and Rob offering you some inspiration, here is what I would love for you to do today. First instead of Walmart, just walk around your home or your neighborhood. Take a slow stroll through your living room or up the block. What is the weirdest thing that you see? When I walked around our living room, I noticed, uh, and I think most people would find this odd, that we have a case of old-fashioned seltzer bottles sitting in our living room. Like, not for decoration, they're full. My husband is a seltzer fanatic, and he pays top dollar for a delivery service to come every week. We usually keep the case outside. It's really big and heavy, but because of the below freezing temperatures, we started keeping them in our living room, and then, of course, we forgot about them because you know how you stop seeing things when you see them every day? You just sort of start walking around them. Anywho, find something weird in your world. It's going to prep your brain so that you can find some weird things in your mind. Ideas that may have been there for so long that you have just stopped noticing them. You gotta walk around them. Take out a blank piece of paper or open a new document on your laptop. Set a timer for 15 minutes. Look, if you get into the flow, feel free to take longer. Here's what you're gonna do, though. List every potential job business partner, product idea, outcome for your business, business model or strategy that you have been thinking about or that just pops into your head, do not judge yourself. If it suddenly occurs to you that you could fight climate change as a TikTok influencer, but you think that idea is kind of stupid, doesn't matter. Write it down anyway. No one's ever going to see this. Start writing. Don't stop until the timer goes off. I call this one the board of all thoughts, no matter how weird. Don't let anyone interrupt you, though, right? Hide in the bathroom if you need to. Like I said, this is the breakthrough part. But don't trust me. Trust the zigzag beta testers.
2: Starting to articulate things that um, I hadn't fully articulated before, admitting to some goals and some lofty expectations that I've been afraid to put in the air.
3: I really like the exercise where you have all the list, all the weird thoughts, as you call it. Oh, sorry, bored of all thoughts, no matter how weird. I absolutely loved the weird ideas activity. I came up with 47 of them. Listeners, you do not have to come up with 47 ideas, but do try to get down at least three. The weirder, the better. Be sure to hold on to this list and the vision you wrote down in step two. Last time, you're going to need them next time when we leave the neutral zone and things get a little harder. Well, you have to make yourself
1: vulnerable, which means you're going to get some pain. And the question isn't is pain coming your way? The question is what do you do with it?
3: If you are digging the Zigzag project so far, Please rate the show on Apple Podcasts so that we can get more people doing our little experiment to align our personal values with our professional ambitions. If you see something really super weird in your neighborhood or in your house and you want to take a picture of it and send it to me, I would love to see it. I'm at zigzag@stableg.com. At if you think you know someone who should join in and really could use a reset, tell them about the show share it with them or just send them to zigzagpod.com. I've got links in the newsletter that goes along with all the things I talk about in these episodes. And you can sign up for the newsletter at zigzagpod.com too. Oh, Twitter, yes, at zigzagpod. Instagram, yes, at zigzagpod. Or me, Manoush Z, on all the social media platforms. But you don't have to do that. I, I, I just, I'm glad, I'm just glad you're here. Many thanks to David Herman and Dan DeZula, my audio engineers and composers, to illustrator Lauren Reimer, and to the whole TED Collective team. ZigZag is a member of the TED Audio Collective and comes from Stable Genius Productions. I'm Anoush Samarodi. Thank you so much for listening and doing this. I have to add that.
0: To learn more, visit odoo.com slash tedbusiness. That's O-D-O-O dot com slash tedbusiness. Odoo, modern management made simple.